Hello, Evergreen Online. Welcome to our August online services. This month, we are starting a whole new rhythm in our church calendar. Every August, we'll be moving our general worship services online. Now, this year, we're not yet in person, and so there's actually no change for most of you. But during this month, while you continue to worship with us on Vimeo or YouTube, we will be holding our leadership and volunteer training to prepare for the year ahead. But instead of planning a weekend retreat to gather all our leaders to do so, which we have noticed is actually very taxing for an already overworked and busy generation, we'll be spreading out these training sessions throughout the month of August on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. until noon. This is one of the new tools that emerged for us in the pandemic, being in two places at the same time, with our leaders on campus and with you online. My dream is to invest more deeply into our leadership and volunteer community so that this group of evergreeners that serves all of us feels encouraged, equipped, and empowered to do their job. In the end, I believe this investment will have an amazing impact on the entire church family as those leaders are able to better care for all of you. Now, if you're a leader or a volunteer, or even if you're interested in becoming one, you can still participate in the month's activities. You'll find more information in my weekly email, and all of these sessions will be available online if you cannot make it on Sunday mornings. Now, for the next four weeks, we'll be streaming our general worship services online here as usual. But on the fifth week of August, we're planning our last Church in the Park for the summer. Mark your calendars and plan to join us at Arcadia County Park for a time of outdoor fellowship. Now, each of the first four weeks of August, a different pastor will be sharing with you their thoughts on re-entry and on the coming year as it relates to themselves and to their particular ministry area. And I hope this will be a way for you to sense how different areas in the church are moving toward being a gathered community once again. We invite you to be praying for the staff, uh, for the board, and for the leaders and volunteers of Evergreen as we prepare to welcome you back on campus. Now, pending good pandemic numbers and no variant surge, I hope we can begin opening up our worship services to a limited number of congregants starting Labor Day weekend. In order to do this well, we're going to start small with about 50 reservations per week. As things get safer and our team gets more and more efficient, we can increase that number more and more as well. And with things like this, it's easier to start small and then ramp up rather than bite off more than we can chew and have to scale back. Case in point, the resurrected mask mandate. Now, if you're interested in reserving a spot, please keep checking my weekly email for more information. You'll find out how to get those reservations through that uh, line of communication. You'll be required to do an online registration and health, health survey before you come in. Now, once on campus, you'll visit a check-in station where a re-entry volunteer will check, you, will check your registration and do an on-site health check. Once inside the sanctuary, you'll be asked to keep your mask on for the entirety of the service. And in general, we'll, wanna, we'll want our behavior to be considerate and caring for everyone around us. Now, ushers and re-entry volunteers will be available on campus, inside the sanctuary, and out if you need help. Now, the tricky thing about 
leading a congregation in this time is how differently everyone might feel about reentry. One of the common experiences I hear from other senior pastors is the tension within our congregations as we begin opening our sanctuaries. There are a lot more moving parts in what used to be a much simpler worship service. But perhaps what is the most, most concerning for pastors that are trying to reopen in their churches is to meet all the felt needs of the different people within their congregations. Some understandably want to meet in person starting yesterday. The pandemic has brought so much difficulty to our lives, economically and emotionally, living in relative isolation for so long and bringing some financial hardship into our lives. Others understandably want to hold off meeting in person until later. COVID is still within our communities and the variants are a danger, especially to our unvaccinated friends and family. And for some in our community, we just don't feel comfortable indoors with a lot of people yet. And with all the weird messaging over the last 16 months, I get it. Even from our own congregational survey, which we released a few months ago, there are evergreeners that have wanted to meet in person in the, in, in the summer. This, they wanted to start meeting in the summer and there are those who want to hold off though until next year. So I've been doing a lot of listening to medical officials and per professionals, paying attention to other churches, talking to other pastors, listening to all of you and trying to sense what God's timing is for us. Now what adds another layer of complexity is the possibility of another surge that could force us into another lockdown. And while part of me doesn't even want to talk about it for fear of jinxing the whole thing, as a senior pastor, I think it's something that I just want to be emotionally prepared for in the rare chance that it happens that we have to go into re-exit. Bottom line, we're still not out of the woods. And so if you have a chance, I covet the prayers from you as I lead you. I want to lead you and care for you well, even in this later stage of the pandemic. Now, one of the conversations I've been having with my spiritual director over the past year is about being in a state of chronic crisis. This may be how a lot of us have felt, especially at the beginning of the pandemic last March and April and May. We were in a state of constant low-level stress, surrounded by crisis, right? The threat of contracting COVID, breathing in ash and smoke from the wildfires last summer, the rising political tension over the last year, the anti-Asian hate crimes, especially for those of us who identify as Asian American. There may have been more that you've been dealing with personally, but those are just the common ones that sort of we all felt. And what do you think living in that kind of environment does to a person? I mean, maybe there wasn't an acute threat in your life. Most of us weren't overwhelmed with danger in our day-to-day -day life, day -day lives, but maybe it just feels like you were in a, just standing in like a puddle of low-level stress for the whole year. It won't kill you, but maybe it affects you nonetheless. And as we progress through the pandemic, maybe we've gotten even used to this. But as we head into the fall and God willing, the state remains open and COVID numbers improve, we may recognize that the pandemic has taken a toll on you, taken a toll maybe on the inside. And so my question to you is this, how does God want to care for your soul in the next few months? As we consider our re-entry, perhaps the best thing for us is not to rush back into pre-pandemic life. We've been forced to turn, turn, trim down our, our lives in the pandemic. 
but maybe we should consider if it's the best thing for us to go back to gorging ourselves on overactivity and hurriedness. Maybe God used the circumstances of the last 16 months to break us out of that cycle. And our invitation is to consider how God is caring for us as we re-enter a more social life. I mean, after all we've been through, what do you think Jesus' first words out of his mouth would be if he were waiting for us in church? Do you think he'd say something like, okay, we've lost a lot of time, now let's get back to work? Uh, you see, I don't think Jesus would say that. Maybe your boss would say that, but Jesus is not our employer. The Christ I know is caring and compassionate. You see, I think the first words out of Jesus' mouth when we gather in community again, as he stands there with open arms, I think his first words would be, how are you doing? Are you okay? Now, of course, we know that we're able to commune with Jesus anytime and don't have to wait to be back in church to do so. But I imagine this scenario because it helps me to understand where God's heart is right now and what he cares about. I'm reminded of Jesus' words in Matthew chapter 11 where he says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Now, this passage comes in the context of Jesus describing what it's like to be a student. Now, what's attractive to us about these words is that there's this experience that's full of rest when we follow Jesus. Those who are weary and burdened and are given this experience of gentleness and soul rest in Christ, even as we strive to follow after Him. God knows that our lives can make us feel fatigued and heavy in our souls. And so God invites us to a peace that can only be found in Jesus Christ. Additionally, rest is what God invited the Israelites into when they crossed into the Promised Land, as we've been talking about all summer. And throughout the scriptures, we see that God's call is not to success, but to a shalom peace, a harmonious, restful peace that's anchored in Christ. And as we move toward in-person gatherings, I hope that you can be able to experience that. And I believe that we can all use that right now. It's countercultural. The world understands, as the world understandably rushes back to the pace and fury of the past, we, on the other hand, journey together toward a restful and centered future in Jesus Christ. Now, this is my prayer for us, beloved, that as we journey toward our re-entry, you enter a church that embodies the posture Jesus takes toward us. That the first thing you sense when you come back is not, let's get back to work, but how are you doing? Are you okay? In just a moment, I will invite you to pray for the entire church family at this time. And let's ask God to meet us at this moment with healing and grace. Let's ask God to give us rest in our weariness. And let's ask God to knit us together as a unified and loving church family as we move out of isolation and separation. And let's ask God to continue to protect us in this pandemic. Would you pray with me? 
God of promise. We are grateful for your faithfulness and protection of our congregation. Your hand has been upon us through the many devastating and distressful events of the last year and a half. We thank you that for some in our community, the last year and a half have been kind of positive. We've seen your grace through our forced circumstances. And some of us right now are feeling refreshed and refocused. But we also recognize the pain and loss that many have faced through death, broken relationships, physical sickness, emotional stress, and troubled circumstances. We ask for your healing and merciful hand. Give us rest for our weary souls. Give us life in our dry bones. Give us steadiness in our storms. And as we look forward to being a gathered community, ignite our passion and our compassion for each other. Unite and center our community in you and continue to protect us from the pandemic and the peril in our world. Lead us out of wandering and into your promise. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm.